0: Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking the Goracom with you, and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press a Release, a production of Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With we'll talk all around us lately about debt ceiling, potential recession, small cap companies that are actually generating. Real revenue from real sales are getting more and more attention uh, because of the security that they potentially provide. That's where you're going to love this interview with Andrew Davidson of Royal Helium, a company who already has a supply agreement in place with a major North American space launch company that hasn't been disclosed, but we've narrowed it down to potentially one of NASA, SpaceX, which is Musk's company, Blue Origin, which is Bezos' company. But what we're talking about today is a second sales agreement for the remainder of all of their first plants refined helium production capacity it's a big one andrew welcome back my friend
1: thanks george pleasure to be here as always
0: hey congratulations on this because in a world where small caps are kind of struggling and, and where money isn't readily available people worry about debt ceilings and recessions you guys are like leaps and bounds ahead of everybody before we get into the details how happy are you but more importantly for shareholders at home how happy should they be that you've essentially sold out capacity of your first facility?
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're tremendously excited about it. Obviously, it's uh, it's been a long time coming. We've been negotiating this this second agreement for a number of months, and and then finally got it done last week. So um, exciting for everyone involved, and really one of the first one of the first public price points on helium gives the gives the market a good guide on on what to expect. So yeah it, it's a nice contract for us the fact that we've got production sold for the next 3 years um fantastic it makes it makes it pretty easy to model if you if you if you want to model something so uh it, it's it's terrific for us and for sure. shareholders obviously so uh, what's happening
0: uh what's look usually you would have expected if we we're talking a year ago you you probably would have expected George we're going to you know try and produce some helium sell it to the general market to distributors with you're going almost the first one with the space launch company was direct. This one seems like it's another direct. Is demand just that great? What's What's happening that yeah. the supply chain is almost being reorganized and and people are coming direct
1: to you? Yeah, that's that's actually exactly what what we're seeing in the helium space. Uh, you're you're getting a little bit of pushback from from end users against uh, the traditional sort of supply chain. Uh, realizing now that they can come to directly to certain producers and, and contract at what is lower prices for them, uh, uh, which obviously works out great for them, but it works out great for us too because we're we're selling it at a higher price than we would otherwise get. And that's really the key advantage to going direct to customer. Um, it's not going to be 100% of everyone's production. I mean, the, there's always going to be a mix of, of selling into the existing supply chain. But, you know, the ability to add um, – these sort of pockets of, of, of production going direct to end users is incredibly beneficial. And for us, I mean, to be able to do it twice uh, on the first plant is, is, it's terrific.
0: And what does that say about both Royal Helium and your steel and your steel uh, steel because prior to this, really, I don't know, where are you going to be able to produce? We don't really know at home, right? We're yeah. hoping you are, yeah. we have faith in you guys, but first you get the space launch company that says, yeah, supply agreement now the second company what does that say about the quality of what you guys are doing there and how reliable it's going to be for this helium market going forward
1: yeah well i mean any any you know any narrative that's out there that said it's not real has clearly just been proven false uh we proved that false earlier when we did the first offtake agreement but this is just the second set i mean the asset is is world class uh, the facility we're putting on it is world class and and the customers that we're dealing with see that. I mean, when we, when we bring them up to have a look at the facility as it's being built, uh, they're, they're blown away at the the sheer scale of it. Um, It's, uh, you know, it's just tremendously exciting for us. I mean, even, you know, even for me going through that, uh, that construction facility and seeing it and and walking around on this facility, I mean, it's the real deal. It's not, uh, it's not a mom and pop processor. It's not a small operation. This is a, this is a big business.
0: and some of us have seen the images online thanks to your team, yeah. Dean and Sparrow who are putting th- uh, things online and we're seeing the trailers, we're seeing the equipment yeah. and it's big business. This isn't yeah. th- this isn't Georgia's helium company the, woo, the, <laughs> the balloons. This is a 10,000 times bigger. For the first time ever, you mentioned price in a press release. In the past in interviews we've talked about the general price of macro you know yeah. what, what the market's like in this one you actually announced you're doing it at 625 per million cubic feet yeah most of us don't know how to price helium or what the market's like talk to us a little bit to put that in perspective in layman's sure. terms is that a good price a great price rel- historically speaking
1: yeah for, for a long-term contract price it is a great price i mean you can you can find um you know, anecdotes in the market about people selling far higher prices than this, but those are generally one-off spot contracts, um, which really aren't available to producers like us or any others like us, uh, to be brutally honest, because in order to fill a spot market contract, you have to have liquid helium, and nobody has liquid helium um, until it's well down the supply chain. So I mean, it's 40% higher than our initial contract, which we signed six months ago. That's, um, that's you know, not a bad not a bad return over, over six months. So uh, we're exceptionally pleased. I would suggest that uh, everyone else should be too. And it, and it gives a good data point when evaluating our projects, our future projects, and frankly, any competitor projects. I mean, this is in the ballpark of what people are going to get paid for Helium if they're going to end users. If you're going to... Um, you know, industrial gas companies, you'll pay, you'll get paid marginally less than this. Um, that's our experience anyway, in, in, in going through the the bidding process. Um, but yeah, it, it it exceeds what our what our initial expectations were.
0: Um, and look, I know from my perspective, from the time we first started talking, I remember I was asking you, "Hey, Andrew, what is royal helium? What are helium prices going for?" And yeah. you, you know, I think you start off at like three hundred dollars way back. Yeah. And then the market moved up to four and five. So for us who've been following the company see it now, at 625. A, that's amazing. B, I want to ask you a devil's advocate question, which is some investors might say, uh, Andy, you know, maybe you shouldn't be selling three years of supply at 625 because this could go seven, eight, nine going forward. How do you, how do you address that to show? And by the way, that's, Nothing but good news, but still, how do
1: you yep. address that? No, it's a it's a valid point, and I've actually i've, I've seen a few a uh, few questions about that online since we made the announcement. But the reality is, at six twenty five U.S., um, that gives us enough cash flow to develop other assets and sell into this ever increasing right. price. I mean, that's one of the main advantages that that we have over over certain other players is developable acreage, so we can take the proceeds from these sales over the next you know. One, two, three years and and turn on plants, you know, two, three, four, five, six, and sell into those, uh, those rising prices. So it puts us in a pretty unique position. Um, Not selling the full volume would be a risky play. um, If you're relying on, on spot pricing you're at real risk of, of, of venting your own product because you can't store it as a gas. So the, I mean in our view the only way to do it is to is to lock in pricing. And every every longer term contract that isn't fixed price is actually modeling declining sales prices. So they they, they pay you higher up front and, and less overall. So and we had those options presented to us, but this was the highest overall realized price that we could find on the market.
0: And there's also the invaluable benefit of just, you are a small cap company at the end of the day. So now you've got three years yep. of predictable revenues. You know what you got, you know what you could budget. If you start talking to financiers, if you do a year or two down the road, you know, you know, it, it's just so yep. much easier to model. I, I think it's oh, fantastic. For sure. And, you
1: know, and the market is, is so far out of balance in terms of supply and demand that, that we're, we're getting outreach from, from, Groups wow. looking to secure offtakes that start in twenty four months. I mean, it's what's it's, going on
0: out there. What, where is this? This high tech is is that yeah. the tech is just demanding more and more. Nvidia just announced a, a, the fastest supercomputer in history today. I know yeah. that supercomputers need helium. Is that where is that is that what's happening? Artificial intelligence may be driving a lot of this.
1: Yeah, it, it's all of these things, right? So it's 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 sort of the onshoring of the high tech space into the U.S. is is driving a lot of demand. Um, Space exploration is driving a lot of demand. And then you've got your, your stable baseload demand coming from, from healthcare and other you know more standard industries, I would say. But you're seeing just exponential growth rates on the space side and on the high-tech manufacturing side, specifically in the U.S., without a material increase in, in production here. And uh, with plants you know offline in, in, in Russia, um, it's caused a further pinch. And frankly, even when those plants come back online, to the extent they aren't already, um, they're not gonna be supplying North America. Period, full stop. I mean and, and no one's gonna rely on those supplies. Let's face right. it. If
0: I've got George Com space yeah. launch or George Lock Tech, last thing I want to do is say, hey, Russia is, you know, some is somebody in Russia yep. can supply them for two years. I don't know if it's gonna get cut off three months from now. That's just right. not reliable. Plus, it's a competitive right. thing that you're here in North America. Yeah, you know, you're right. liquefying in Colorado and you're be, you're able to ship wherever you got to ship, you're right here. Uh, yep. If I need that supply, I feel a lot more comfortable you coming out of, you know, Canada than I do out of anywhere else.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's obviously there's no export restrictions coming from Canada into the U.S. So it's uh, it's a pretty simple process. The logistics are are relatively simple. We've got them all worked out now. But, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, ally shoring com- or countries or, or, or companies, we firmly meet that list for all this demand rising in the U.S. I mean. Canada's a preferred trading partner, clearly. And, uh, you know, we'll be shipping refined helium down there uh, starting the next couple of months. You know, Andrew, you might have been early
0: to the helium game when we first started talking five, six years ago. But, man, your your timing right now in terms of when your plant, your first plant is coming up and running, couldn't be better timed. It literally <laughs> yeah. almost, you couldn't pinpoint a better time, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely
1: perfect. I, I'd love to tell you that it's... Uh, it was all orchestrated this way, George, but it just it's just sort of just sort of working out this way. But it you know, it, it's things have a funny way of working out when the market is is screaming for product and you happen to have it. So um as well, we continue to deliver volumes, you know, for our shareholders it'll be great because there'll be, you know, a massive re-rate in our stock once we start shipping shipping helium volumes, I'm quite sure of that and then the fact that we can backfill on everything that we've sold with with new production from different fields is is uh, something that's pretty unique in this space so we we think we're 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 quite comfortable with the position we're in i'll just leave it there let's
0: talk about that in terms of you've talked about production shipping so give everyone you know what does the cadence look like next three four months because it seems like uh production and shipping is almost imminent so are you able to give us a better idea without i'm not going to pinpoint you to a date but (laughs) rough idea
1: please don't because i've I've pinpointed myself the dates before and and quickly been slapped by the supply chain telling me sorry that's wrong sir and uh (laughs) that's still the case so i would say that that parts of our our plant are completed other parts are not Quite completed yet. We've been waiting on on certain components from from other industry players, and uh, we are beholden to the supply chain there. I mean, if there are delays, there are delays. Uh, we had a, we had anticipated being online in the second quarter. Uh, it is looking more like early third right now, but things can change. So,
0: all right. But even then, early third, if that's what ended up happening, yeah. uh, hey, no, nobody's really missing anything because the the helium just sitting there waiting. And the customers are waiting for it because obviously there's there's great demand. And let's talk about the second customer. Just like with the first with the space launch company, you haven't divulged the, the name for a number of reasons. Right. I think that's smart. Uh, but what can you tell us? Because the first one we knew was a North American space launch company. This one is a private North American corporation. I mean, that could yeah. be me technically, right? <laughs> so, Are you able to tell us anything, anything at all without giving it away, without, you know,
1: Brand yeah I mean I, I guess you know what what I can tell you I'm not going to go into specifics over what industry they operate in um I would I would say that it's a multi-billion dollar corporation so it, it's it's not uh it's not George's helium company it's uh this is a there is name brand recognition behind this company um and they have specifically requested we not disclose and we we abide by that so,
0: yeah, and Liz. At the end of the day, for shareholders, the most important thing is you know there's a customer they're buying, you're selling, and there's a revenue going to be yeah. generated.
1: It is, uh, you know, I guess the one way to 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 relax any fears which may or may not exist is to say that the the credit worthiness yes. of this company is uh, uh, as stellar as it comes. So,
0: Man, I can't. Hopefully, one day, maybe you've had a relationship with it for a couple of years. At that point, they're you know, they won't be as concerned. Or is it, Andy? They're more concerned with, hey, we've got a direct helium supplier kind of locked up here. We don't want George or somebody else to come in and potentially outbid us with these guys. They at uh, another time, which we yeah, I mean, have ourselves. May,
1: that may be part of it. I think a, a lot of it is um, is competitive tension because a lot of the users of, of helium use a variety of other industrial gases as well. And. And and those are products that we are not yet supplying. So they have to maintain relationships with industrial gas companies at the same time as as dealing with us. And so keeping that name uh, or those names, I guess, uh, out of the news is exceptionally important.
0: Last question. In your quote, you said, and I love the way you this, as the commissioning of our first helium processing facility approaches. So we've talked about timelines. talked that's sold out. Potential timelines to start at Q3. Give us a little look down the road. Sure. When what is it going to take for you guys to start talking about plant number two and plant number three? You know how much more exploration has to happen. What has to happen for you to even start having that conversation?
1: Yeah, I mean the short answer is not very much. I mean we've got a number wow. of of of, of wells standing in Saskatchewan that we're almost ready to go on. You um, know we've got. The wells we've drilled at Climax, which are virtually ready to go, and we've got wells drilled at Valmarie and our Ogama projects that, that still need to be tested. So I would suggest on the exploration side, the first thing you're going to see us doing is, is completing and testing those three wells in Saskatchewan that we haven't done yet, the the two Ogema wells and the one at Valmarie. And depending on the results of that, it's going to tell us where the next plant is going. It'll be in one of those three places, uh, depending on flow and percentages, and and the only reason we haven't pulled the pin and done it at Climax then is because if we're going to make an investment in facilities in Saskatchewan, we may as well make sure it goes to the most productive field. And that could very well be Valmarie or it could be Ogama as opposed to Climax. Um, initial indications are that there'll probably be two or three facilities o- over these project areas in the next you know two years because uh, Climax is going to need its own and uh, assuming Ogama comes in the way we think it will, it's going to require its own.
0: That's music and, to the ears of your potential customers because I'm sure it's not just these two customers that have come knocking at your door. It's probably been a yeah, lot of it, companies.
1: It's been a lot. It's, it's pretty interesting. You know, I've, I've done resource development for a long time, as you know, George, but it's 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 been an odd experience when these, you know, multi-billion dollar companies phone me in Saskatoon to talk about providing them a product. It's it's unlike anything I've ever come across.
0: Congrats, man. The- I got to tell you, as a shareholder, I'm sure other shareholders are going to be watching this later today or over the next few days are gonna are just going to smile with that and yeah. saying, yeah, w- we're there. Last, qu- uh, That was the last for operations. Yeah. The last question I have for you is your background. Typically, when you and I are talking, every interview we've done, you're at the Royal Helium headquarters, you're in the office, we're having these great interviews. Clearly, yeah. you're in a hotel room somewhere. Talk to us a little bit about where you are and why that's important. It indicates just another you know, up, yeah. uplift for,
1: for, for Royal. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting in a hotel room in new Orleans right now that we're down here at the Louisiana energy convention. Um, not the place you'd normally find a helium company, I would say, but uh, frankly, we were asked to come down and, and speak at this conference about the future of helium development, partially because, well, one, we're, we're, we're leaders in this space, but two, it's very, very similar to oil and gas, as we've talked before. I mean, the the exploration and drilling for it is virtually identical. And a lot of the groups that are at these conferences are looking at ways to continue investing in oil and gas or oil and gas-related uh, industries. And we provide that alternative that, uh, that others can't. So when we get asked to come speak in front of uh, large crowds about uh, the future of the helium industry and how people in the energy sector should be paying attention, we're happy to do it.
0: Yeah, that's a, again a gr- when you're when you're being sent invitations, and this isn't, from what I understand, a, re- a retail conference. It won't be Bob and Mary there. No. It's a it's an industry conference. You got some pretty heavy hitters in the audience, right? That you've had yep. conversations and with.
1: There are some big funds here and some some good sized companies, and and this is not one of these situations where we paid to come have a speaking spot. Uh, we're not sponsors of the event. They've simply asked us to come down and and uh, and share some knowledge. So here we are. Andy, thanks for sharing knowledge with us.
0: You know, you took out time in the middle of the day at this conference in New Orleans to pop on with us so that we can pass this mess on to shareholders. So thanks for sharing the knowledge. Go do it again in New Orleans there. And can't wait to have you back uh, back at HQ uh, for our next interview, my friend.
1: It sounds good, George. Thanks for the time.
0: For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Andrew Davidson, he's the CEO of Royal Helium, trades in Canada under RHC, in the U.S., RHCCF. For those new to the story, because you keep seeing these amazing headlines, but you don't know much about helium and want to get your footing in there, get to the company's profile page on Agoracom, Get a good overview of it, and then head over to the Royal Helium website. Do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.